There she is. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Female 30 to 55. I am Sandy. I am Porna. And we have been practicing this. We're not very good at it yet. We'll get there. Um, We are besties. We've known each other for years. Mm -hmm. And we thought we would give you an insight to all of our opinions. Uh, And we have many of those and an insight into our brains and how everything works. Yeah, Um, apologies in advance. (laughs) apologies in advance yeah welcome we've been doing this for five episodes now that is incredible we started this as a oh as a let's see what happens and we've just received uh, a lot of um appreciation so thank you everybody for doing that thank you Um, today today we're gonna uh talk about um should we don't like? Should we don't like mutually? Okay, so we might be a bit petty, yeah. time to time, but yeah. um, we figured it's also important, uh, you know, to to talk about our pettiness and, yeah. um, you know, and maybe we'll find things that you also don't like. So we, um, so we thought we talk about things we hate in this yeah. episode, and yeah. we mutually hate a bunch of things, um, oh, and man. we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> like itching to go. We um, had to narrow it down. Let me tell you, <laughs> we spent two hours talking about all the things we can't talk about, yeah. and uh, hopefully, we will not talk about any of those things. Hey, Porna. Oh, I'll control myself. I'll try, and I, and I will control myself. Um, and if not, we'll edit things out. And yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So on that note, um, we have now got a an Instagram page. It yeah. is called the same, the name female thirty two fifty five. And so, if you want to give us any comments, etc., please just jump on there and um, let us know. Let us know what you have thought about all our yeah. other episodes. So the other four that we've done um have been the first one was called problematic faves where we mainly talked about jk rowling and her <laughs> turfness yeah uh, the next one was about uh, us giving advice to our 20 year old selves things we should we could have told ourselves when we were younger mm-hmm. or the advice we could have had um the third episode was about us dealing with um a body image and weight and and how uh, outwardly, inwardly, we have changed and, and mm. uh, you know, unlearned and learned. And the fourth episode, which was amazingly popular with male 60 plus in the US, Love was that. called Television Addiction, which was yeah. am- incredible. A porno. <laughs> oh, I, I did not know that men cared for my opinions. I, I don't know how to feel about that. But thank you, yeah. is what Thanks else. listening. Yeah, um, we got like amazing. That was a, I think something around two hundred and forty listens. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know it must be the subject. I assume. Yeah. Because television is is a huge deal for many people, especially yeah. in lockdown. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, so hopefully you're you're still with us, men yeah. sixty plus. Yeah, uh, and we'll like, endeavor to yeah. keep you. Um, no promises. <laughs> uh, 
So today I'll get Purna to start us off with one of the first things we mutually dislike. Okay. Well, all right. So let me give you a bit of context on this one, right? So um, I'm the youngest in my family. So I've got an older sister. And my mother's side of the family, to whom I'm, you know, I'm very close to uh, my aunties and uncles on my mum's side of the family and the cousins there, I think of them as my brothers and sisters. And even in that circle, I'm the youngest, right? Um, (laughs) I've got two younger cousins on my dad's side who I love. Um, So shout out to them. But um, (laughs) so I've spent a lot of my life being the youngest in, you know, my sphere of influence, if you will. So one of the things that I have grown to hate, capital H, hate, is being told that someone is automatically correct or wise or just knows everything that you don't because they're older chronologically, right? And I hate, hate that. Because that seems to me just a clever way of keeping the status quo going, you know, by being like, oh, yeah, you know, this person knows how things are done and that's the right way to do it. So we must never, ever question it. If you do, then you're disrespecting them. And of course, you know, I'm Desi. So that's a huge thing where I come from. And I'm sure it is everywhere. But speaking to my own experience, that's kind of what I felt. And I've, you know, and time and again, I've seen this is not the case. And, um, you know, I've seen people older than me who are dumber than a rock. And I know people <laughs> like younger than me, you know, like my younger cousins, um, they're, they're smart as heck. And I, and I meet people in their twenties and, you know, I try not to have friends in my twenties because why, but, um, you, you know, like in their twenties rather, but you know, there's so much, more together than I ever was at their age and they're so Mm. smart and they're so kind and they're so experienced you know and and just from a very practical point of view my younger cousin she just had a baby so shout out to her and the baby um you know um (laughs) so I can't just be like oh hey you know listen to me on the topic of babies and motherhood because I'm older than you she'll be like okay so the fact that I've how many babies have you raised Yeah, like, have you kept an infant alive for four months? Because she has. My younger Mm. cousin has looked, and that baby is so freaking cute. And it smiles. (laughs) And I just want to reach through my phones and bite its cheeks. But this is just me being an old auntie. And so, you know what I mean? So, like, age should not come into that. And if we were able to be honest about the areas of life and knowledge where we lack and we took Mm. on board, someone else's opinion and not just be like, oh, you're too young to know what life is about. Like, that's not fair. And yeah. I, I guess the, the, you know, the other thing is like you put so much pressure hmm. on, on people just because they're older to have all the answers. Yeah. And uh, there's one of the things that I have to also come up against, I guess, because uh, we have a very structured family Hmm. opinion wise even in my like nuclear family like my dad has all the answers apparently and uh, I mean that's just not the case because you can't one person cannot know everything about everything and um but I guess it's it's at at a point where 
you give you know you're putting so much pressure on that person and that that's what they expect now yeah. to have all the answers it, misguided or misinformed as it may be but that's the source of truth mm. i mean maybe it worked when you know the patriarch of the family was the only person who had any connections to the outside world but yeah. for one that is not the case anymore you yeah. know it hasn't been for a long time mm. and you're 100% right like when i you know see young people with their ideas and their you know things that they're putting into motion i'm just like i was not put together i was not i was yeah. not thinking politics climate or yeah. anything socially yeah. active you know yeah. i was not thinking i was too busy being a, a simpleton to be yeah. honest yeah and and you know i'm just blown away by young people and yeah. i am willing to listen you know yeah. like you you have to have that and, and, and technology has changed and i think you know we will come up, come up against this ourselves when we get to like what do you know you young thing you've just come up but that's the wrong that is such yeah. the wrong um uh, angle you know yeah for sure um you've got to be willing to learn haven't you and of course as we've been doing on this um podcast you've got to be willing to unlearn right like that's yeah. the whole thing yeah absolutely so that's one of the things that i hate a lot yeah and, and yes. you know it it also speaks to it speaks to blindly following tradition mm. i absolutely despise that mm. i so much you know that oh <sighs> <laughs> Just, just, let me just get this out of yeah. this. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, sure, traditions have their place and, and they should be followed. And I agree, culture needs to be passed on down yes. generations. But yeah. it can't be blindly followed. You know, mm. when, we, when, uh, when we were getting married, not Purna and I, that, that <laughs> happened quietly yeah, we, and we didn't tell anyone. Yeah, when I friends. married my hetero partner, uh, Sandeep, as you would have heard <laughs> me say several times, Um, the spouse but anyway yeah this is not official spouse you know yeah oh um we have we came up against that a lot and i have mm-hmm. lots of complex feelings about the structures um the hindu marital structures that are out there mm-hmm. uh, that are put into place by people for whatever mm-hmm. reason i'm not you know questioning what their reason of putting that in place was at that time but you have to remember it was at that time and yeah. we are no longer at that time so mm. you can't and it was much easier for us to just avoid the whole situation the yeah. whole hindu religious ceremony and mm. go for a, a, a you know a, a, i would say underwhelming uh, registry according to my uh, everybody family um, yeah wrong Yeah. It was not underwhelming at all. We had like a five-day celebration. I have nothing against celebration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just those the when I I refuse to take it. And you know, it was it, it's you come up against a lot of walls mm. trying to explain things to people and it's like, you know, oh, everybody is doing it. So let us also do it. I mean, like our parents yeah. give us that whole example when we were teenagers, right? If your mm. friends are jumping off a building, will you also jump off a building in the same vein? Yeah. People, <laughs> you know in yeah. the same vein do not blindly just listen to your yeah. elders 
it's one thing to pay respect and I, yeah. I understand that that is how we operate like Daisy's at least right mm. like we were saying speaking to our uh, our experiences yeah that you can't speak out or speak against an elder mm. but when they are clearly wrong yeah. maybe you have to find a polite way of disagreeing yeah okay because <laughs> I think are not do. always correct yeah you do and like you it, when it becomes about harm minimizing and, you know, like someone is just spouting off something, you know, nonsensical, you can ignore them because they're older and, you know, you don't want to get into a fight with someone older. But if it's someone actually saying things that will have a material effect on your life or someone else you care about um, mm. and they're just doing it because that's just how it's done and, you know, don't talk back to me, you know, all of that. And I thought, well, no, sorry, but it's not, I don't agree with you. And this is important enough for me to uh, put that forward. And it's funny, you know, about weddings um, that you were saying, Sandy, because it was a similar sort of thing with my own wedding. And I was even more Mm. ridiculous um, about it because, you know, I've been like a, like a proper atheist since I was 10, you know, I went to a Catholic girls school. So naturally I came out of it, you know, never wanting to hear anything about religion ever again. But um, <laughs> you, it was the same thing with me. And it's funny, like, it's I've, we've been married two years and, um, you know, I just was speaking to my sister today and she was saying something about, oh, well, you know, um, you, you, you know, you never um, went through that whole thing. It's like, well, yeah. Um, I On had, purpose. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, people think I ran away, but I, I didn't. I First of all, I don't run. How rude. Um, and also, I, I had a wedding. Like, I had a whole week of my best friend. Celebration. Yeah. Like, you were there, you know. Mm. Um, we, we, you know, we ate crazy things and we hung out and, and then, you know. Oh, my God. Drank those amazing espresso martinis. Oh, yeah. I wonder who made remember? them. God, I love them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, of course <laughs> I do. Um, and, yeah. And I had... You know, like my husband and I talk about our week leading up to our wedding. It's the best week of our lives. And it wouldn't have been if I was fighting over how many prayer services to have and, you know, how many people are showing up and all of that. You have to do you at the end of Mm. everything, I think. And um, sometimes you you will upset people, but what is that saying? You've got to break an egg to make an omelette, right? So, um, (laughs) is that a saying? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. I like (laughs) omelettes. Exactly. So, off we go. Mm. You know, it's yeah. You gotta you gotta do you. And and on that note, it was the second thing Mm. was that um, you know the whole excuse that people are oh they're just like that. Yeah. So don't get upset. They're just like that. I mean, yeah. what is that? Mm. But I mean, if so, we are supposed to do all this unlearning, but nobody else should because they should mm. just be their shitty self the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Or they're just like that. It goes to, you know, the locker room talk boys will be boys. No, yeah. boys will respect other people and their boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping boys will one day become adult men. And that that's a process of learning, right? You have to you have to hold them to a standard. And 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 you're right, I agree. I hate when people say that, you know, and even in 
um, interpersonal relationships where um, I remember, you know, like anytime my sister and I used to have a, a fight, like when we were kids, um, mm. y- you know, my mom would be like, oh, you know, you have to um, forgive her. She, you know, what be the bigger done. person. Yeah. No. Um, and I'm like, well, no, because one, you're like, you're insulting her actually by saying that she's incapable of growth. And two, you're you're setting these really harmful roles within families, right? Like someone is always given the role of peacemaker. And like, to what extent and mm. for how long can one person take it all? Bear that burden. Yeah. 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 And then again, it's the same, same you know, everything comes back to my nuclear family because we've been a nuclear family for yeah. yonks, yeah, uh, since the early nineties, and it, it's the same thing. It's like, uh, oh, dad is having. Uh, also, so dad and I disagree a lot. You know, mm. we just we just do. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody like we don't mind it. Um, but it seems yeah. that um, the raised voices is an indication of of uh, unhappy debating or whatever Mm. in my family and everybody is always like trying to be peacekeeper and you're like well actually these things need to be aired out because we need you to change your opinion and I have Mm. to say my parents have changed their opinions on several things because we haven't I mean I haven't let let things lie because I just can't Mm. um because you know and and those are the harder conversations yeah and they are more important to me because they mean the world to me you know like yeah. I I think the world of them and f- for all their faults for all our faults mm. the the family is the most important thing to yeah. me yeah. when I think about disagreeing with them yeah. I really get very emotional because it's so hard to to not yeah. feel overcome like mm. I'm overcome right now even thinking about that yeah. you know and but but yeah. I've had days when I've been it has been so harmful mm. that we've left you know yeah. it's the one time a week we go and meet and the, and the conversation has gone too far and yeah. I am just not okay and 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 also it's not the conversation is not uh, 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 concluding itself and it's just mm. becoming worse and I've had to exit that situation and I'm so angry that I'm crying in mm. the car back home and Mm. It, it's just I don't think you should deal with that I think you need to air out yeah those kind of emotions and things and if, if obviously if it's if it's creating that kind of strife then there is a need to to talk Talking about out. it mm. yeah but I don't think so my family talking about things is only like arguing like, there's mm. no like oh let us let us come to a rational conclusion yeah um it's always yelling at each other <laughs> yeah 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 and, um, and it's the same thing with me as well but the way I look at it is this right I only argue with the people that I care about and that yeah. is the honest truth if you say something that hurts me or that I disagree with really strongly um mm. if I don't let you know what's up then that is me saying, actually, she is not important enough for me to yeah. put that emotion out there, right? So, yeah. um, you know, we like talked my dad about gets, this. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about you and I yeah. having that. Like, so for in our episode when we were talking about, uh, which was, I think, 
three, where we were talking yeah. about uh, weight and perceptions, um, mm. you reminded me of the incident that yeah. where we, where, where, you know, you basically had to say to me that don't talk to me like that. And, I, and mm. you, you need that space to say it to the people you care about. Otherwise, what, yeah. what, what do you care about? Yeah. Like God knows you're not the only um, friend or acquaintance who's, you know, had taken a shot at how I look, um, you know, and, but you're one of the few people that I've sat down and said, Hey, you know, that kind of blows yeah. when you do that. The others mm. I've gone, okay, well maybe I don't need to be around them as much because they're mm. not nice people. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a tribute to, you know, um, the importance that, I, you know, I give someone when I am honest with them. And I think this is everyone, you know, like you're not, I don't talk about politics at work because I tend to work um, in spaces where I am in the minority in more ways than one. Mm. And I just don't care to put that much energy out unless it's mm. something like very upsetting. Um, mm. I don't because I don't like to have those kind of yeah yeah <laughs> and and you know you can't often like I've I've come I mean I'm, I'm more like open about my feelings about mm. several things uh, even at work and I have done that more so over the re more recent years yeah um, but what happens with that though is that you you put a thing out there and then you know that there are people who principally disagree with you and you still have yeah. to work with them. So yeah. it's kind of better sometimes to not, because what are you going to do? Leave. It's not like yeah. people are hurting themselves, giving me job offers. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you have to really consider and, and you have to sometimes mm. bite your tongue. Yeah. It's not fun <laughs> to be it's in those situations. Yeah. No, but that's I've true. discovered in the past. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you were saying? Oh no, I was just saying it's it's not um it's so hard to bite your tongue because you you want to say your piece, but then again, I think it comes down to um, you know, um having to respect someone because they're in a, a senior position to you. Um and mm. you're like, okay, I'll respect them on their job position. But if they're telling me about race relations, then mm, I might have to set them straight on a few things. But yeah. it's stressful. It's stressful. Um, yeah. I mean, like, that leads me to our next thing, which is about, mm. uh, you, you know, misinterpreting or misusing language, uh, yeah. which, which is often used by oppressed people to, to talk about things like wokeness, mm. et cetera. And mm. I, I had this, moment at work one time when somebody said oh that's just you know some people are just too pc you know they're just uh, hurting all the time i'm like but that is the truth of their lives you haven't been there yeah. you don't know what they have experienced so if somebody is saying to you that that is not yeah. okay then maybe you perhaps you should consider that that is their life just because you yeah. have not seen it does not make it, it not be you know yeah but yeah. So, Purna, you had some stuff to to add to the 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 you know how misrepresented some some words have become, right? Yeah. So again, this is another one of my um, 
pet hates. I won't even say pet peeves because it's a bit stronger than that. And it's just um, people, you know, there's particular words that have been used by groups having a particular kind of experience. And they've used that word to describe that experience. And what's happened is we've, you know, the majority of the world um, has taken that word on and um, twisted it beyond recognition. So like woke, right? That whole Mm. word woke first started to um, come into conversation around, um, I think it was 2012, um, when the Black Lives Matters mo- movement first became a coalition. Um, mm. And, you know, people who were going to those protests in America were asking Black people in America and around the world to be woke, to get their eyes open to the fundamental inequality um, that they experienced. And now we've taken that on and you know Kylie Jenner gives you a Pepsi and it's all okay and you know oh <laughs> um, you know and we've taken the word woke and we've turned it into a caricature that we use to mock people and I take offense to that because that was a word that was used by a community to very honestly and sincerely communicate to each other mm. and mm. the other thing that I want to really quickly say is around you know um the word triggered right now we mm. all you know like I don't I try not to but everyone talks about oh haha you're so triggered or you know like whatever and and yes you know some people are awful and they use it to specifically mock but then it's also used in a very sort of toothless way um you know when people are like oh um you know I was craving chocolate and then um, I saw, you know, an ad for um, chocolate on TV and it was very triggering or whatever. Um, and, you know, I want to first disclaim and say that I don't want to police people's words or whatever. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not the fun police. But um, I will say that a lot of um, mental health professionals have said that, you know, triggering uh, the word triggered is an actual phrase or word they use in conversations mm. about PTSD. And now people are embarrassed to use it because even though that's the actual name for their symptom or phrase. what they're experiencing, they're too mm. embarrassed because it's been mocked and, you know, caricaturized to that level. And that makes me angry because there are things that we need to talk about and making fun of it to, you know, whatever extent, whether you mean it maliciously or not, you are mm. harming a community that is all already undergoing um, something. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and like, I, and there's, there's, there's the correct time and place to use that word. For instance, yeah. I will use it when I am actually like, if somebody gives, say, you know, like TV is such a big thing for me. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I do, when I see sexual violence on screen, it does trigger me. So mm-hmm. having having a past of certain things that have happened, yes. it, it it brings up feelings that and uh, that I don't want and that throws me yeah. on a spin. And, and that is the word and that is what is signifying. Yeah. What about chocolate? Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and, and 
yeah it's it's weird like and and it and mental health is such a thing like we all should be encouraging when people talk about mental health mm. but but that can't be your way of you know you can't you can't use it out of context sadly no. because it it, yeah. it completely waters down mm. what it is there for yeah and can i just give an example of what mm. i mean so hopefully people will understand my point better right so do you remember a couple of years ago um this male actor came out and said that kevin spacey had raped him mm. and mm. you know kevin spacey put out a statement saying oh you know i'm living my life as a gay man um or um you know he tried to sort of hide behind that like oh you know i struggled to come out to the world and now i'm finally coming out to the world he tried to hijack um accusations of assault against him by using mm. another sort of you know thing like oh i'm finally strong enough to come out to the world um and that was disingenuous and that was unkind and that was obviously him trying to dodge responsibility and another thing is when you know you see all these videos of white people um being racist and using the n word and you know when it becomes mm. public and people are like wow that was really badly behaved they come out and say oh you know they're suffering from a mental health issue um and it's like yeah but that doesn't give you the excuse to racially abuse someone um let's just say bigotry is not a mental health issue okay? no it is yeah. a it is a it is a societal and structural issue if we want to throw words around yeah. it's not a mental health issue there are mental health issues that can be in conjunction with your bigotry yeah no doubt yeah but yeah no <laughs> yeah as you say that's exactly right you know like you can't hide behind your mental health issues because again you're doing such a disservice to people who have mental health issues because not all of them are going out and um you know yeah and you know on that like i get so frustrated when somebody says oh they're just dumb no like, mm-hmm. no they're not dumb don't take away their agency yeah. and uh, that they that they know what they're doing mm-hmm. uh because because that that whole like you know a uh, uh, plea of um, what is that plea that they use i don't know maybe that's not a thing and i've only just seen too much tv yeah but um you know yeah. not be yeah. insanity plea right yeah. yeah it's like fine if you're in a medical if you're in a court drama okay fine but you can't use that in real life No. don't do that yeah because people are not people are not like having a mental breakdown when they're racially abusing somebody no they're just they're part of a system yeah and we need to understand that they're doing it and, and actually it gives these these things wings mm. you know when we dismiss it yeah. um by saying they are having a mental breakdown because they're probably not mm. they are just part of the system and and structurally been raised and nobody has ever pointed it out to them yeah. and now that their 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 flaws are being aired publicly mm. they feel uh cornered yeah. that's what's happening yeah exactly right and as you said previously the two things can coexist you can be a raging bigot and have mental health issues at the same time one doesn't excuse mm. the other 
you know, that um, scene from B99 where Jake says cool stories still murder. That's what that mm. is, right? Like, I'm sorry you, yeah. you're you having um, a mental health issue, but it's still racism, friend. Yeah, and you should get help for that. Yeah. Not for the racism. Yeah. The, that you just shouldn't do. Uh, get help for the mental health problems that yeah. you're having. Yeah. Um, so it's just all things and, and I, oh, segue, 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 <laughs> right? This leads us beautifully to all opinions are made equal. Mm. No, no, they're not. They're nope. not. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. Should we just leave it at that? No, they're not. <laughs> just because you not. thought a thing yeah. and it came from your brain yeah. does not make it right. Yeah. Or an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so many times I have to take deep breaths. Deep oh, breaths. I know. This is going to be very cathartic for you. Um, mm. But yeah, no, you're Give us an example, right. Purna, because I'm struggling with my words right now. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, um, now, you know, the, I mean, hey, the people who listen to us may not have picked up on this because we're such polite, genteel young women. But we... Mm have you know somewhat of a reputation as being loudmouths and like you know not being afraid to sort of like have a discussion with people mm. um and i've been in several situations where um someone spouted off about something quite racist and i've gone yeah no that's that's not right that's incorrect and let me tell you all the ways in which you are wrong um but, you know, and then someone else will try to mediate that um, discussion being like, well, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion and, like, you can't just, like, police everyone's opinion and, like, you know, a PC gone mad or whatever. And I'm like, okay, but that's not an opinion. If your opinion, and what was it, James Baldwin who said, if your opinion is rooted in the oppression um, of, of others, other then, then I don't need to give credence to that. And I find, um, you know, this whole, let me get on my soapbox for a minute, okay, please. And I find that we are in this, you know, post-truth world where everything goes and up the back because we fully fell into that fallacy of equally um, giving weight and credence to two statements, right? We, because we're like, oh, oh everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, that only means that you can't be jailed for your opinion. It doesn't mean that... Yeah, freedom of speech. Yeah. This freedom of speech thing gets thrown around and I'm like, that just means you can say whatever you want. That does not mean you're free, of con- free from consequences of other people disowning Amen. you. Amen, sister. Amen. That just means oh. we can't throw you in jail for it. But it doesn't yes. mean that if you say something racist and sexist and homophobic that your company may decide that you are no longer the best representative of them, right? Yeah, and you can't fight that. I mean, that, the, that whole thing that happened with the, what's his face? Israel uh, Falah. Yes, thank you. You know, yeah. yeah, okay, fine. You don't think that certain people have rights because of what your church tells you. Uh, mm-hmm. I know other people that tell me that church does not say that. And I know I'm mm-hmm. oversimplifying a very complicated situation, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, if 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 then the rugby league or whatever is your governing body decides to drop you, nah, I'm okay with that because mm-hmm. you know, you are a, in front of a a very you're you're in the public's eye, 
yeah. you, know, you have a responsibility actually mm. to be not spouting hate. Yeah. And you know, you know, and that's not an opinion. <laughs> yeah. And you can believe what you want and like, you know, give money to this church that, you know, is homophobic, but you can't come out in your capacity as a public figure because you play rugby and then say these things and then be like, oh, well, you know, I have to have no consequences for my actions and statements because, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like this whole living, living my own, tr- living my true truth or whatever. It's like, yeah. yes, you should, but not yeah. like that. Yeah, but that's it. You know, like I can't go out, um, you know, in a way that where people can see clearly who is an employer, for, who is my employer, and I can't spout off my political opinions as we were saying just five minutes ago I can't Mm. do that because again people might take offense to that and my company may decide that I'm no longer worthy of representing them because I'm too divisive you know what I mean so it's it's a truth that we all live by is that you have to watch your words in public yeah and so you you can't you can't especially if those words are hateful you know hateful it's if 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 your opinion is that another person is should not in some way shape or form have the same privileges and rights as you yeah that is just bigotry yeah that is hate and that's not an opinion that's just subjugation yeah um so and you don't have to give equal weight and respect exactly yeah and you know you were talking about the post truth world. Oh my god! First, <laughs> firstly, that should be a paper. Um, you remember, remember Media and Information Society. Uh, what was it? Post, uh, post information, post information. I'm trying to remember so hard. I was clearly not paying attention. I wasn't but, um, paying attention either. <laughs> uh, is it another paper that we did at uni? And if you heard our episode on television, you yeah. know we did a paper called Watching Television. There were other papers. One was called Media and Information Society. It is friggin' good where we learned yeah. about a lot of a lot of interesting things. Anyway, yeah. this post-truth world and, and, and something which is very obvious, especially now around COVID, like yeah. friggin' conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. It's like you can't give and people get swayed so easily yeah. by by people talking shit out of their asses. Yeah. Okay. Like when I am reading something, because of my research background, mm. I'm always looking at what source it is. Who was yeah. it peer-reviewed by? Blah, blah, blah. You know, who made that research? Why was it made? Who mm. sponsored it? And I tell you, people don't generally go looking for this stuff. No. And I know? and so that's why they're believing whatever the hell. And that, so, no, if, if yeah. an epidemiologist yeah. uh, leading charge of this situation tells me, Mm. a p- bit of information even if they're misguided mm. in the stuff because let's be honest all science starts from trial and error mm. even if they're misguided i'm more likely to give more weight to their opinion mm. than a schmuck yeah. joe on the street who has none of those things going for yeah. them you know yeah. so it's, it's like the case that happened i think it was sweden where the leading um the leading i think scientist Mm. Uh, epidemiologists I don't know what their uh, qualifications are but they said oh it should be like a um, hive hive immunity and they they didn't do a lockdown yeah and then it 
and then it like did not work out for them so they yeah. had to go into lockdown yeah. but at least they come they came at it from a scientific yeah it was way. a scientific opinion as opposed to oh the government is trying to plant a chip in me uh, by giving me oh vaccine it's like buddy put down your phone because the government already knows everywhere you go because of your phone i tell people this all the time <laughs> i'm like you think you're not being recorded you are being stupid because yeah. let me tell you if your phone's on your tv is on i remember how do people know i had to tell somebody about t- how tv ratings are are yeah. you know gathered and i'm like people sign up to it and then feel it's expecting that alexa or yeah. bixby or whatever else it is is not yeah. listening to you already i mean look i'm just going to say hey if you're listening to me mm. just please give me the right ads okay for real honestly you have no control over that already it's not china's conspiracy no. okay that opinion is not valid i mean they might be they might want a dom- domination and and yeah. yes i can see that but uh just calm down take off that tin foil hat yeah for real like let's yeah and it's it's really frustrating because a lot of the faults in my opinion lies um with the media you know because um the media is just after ratings um so they'll give a pin you know they'll give weight to every oh, yeah. person saying everything um just you know just rabble rousing um but just for clicks and, yep yeah and we're in this position now where people have become genuinely afraid and paranoid of other people because you know they've believed everything uh, that has been said and the people are going to lose their lives by refusing to take um any vaccine that comes up because they've decided that that's going to harm them. Yeah. Cuz when you think about how the anti-vax movement really took flight, mm-hmm. wasn't it like Jenny McCarthy? Well, so it, was yeah, it before she, that? It was before that. So there was this one um but the and profile, funny, you know what yeah. I mean the profile of it just like really skyrocketed. Yeah. And it's a funny thing you say that about like con- consider your sources because like with the anti-vax movement that's that's really where it come brings it home is that so it all kicked off with a um scientist who claimed mm. that he had done a study um and you know it showed that <laughs> kids who were vaccinated had a higher um whatever a chance of um having autism and all of that right and then people really you know it took off and they believed that and all of that and it and a few years later his research was a discredited um yeah. and b but then people don't care anymore yeah no like the truth has taken off uh, you know left the chat at that point but then the mm-hmm. other thing is we found out who had actually um like subsidized Financed his it? study yeah and it was someone who um obviously had a interest um yeah in pushing that um yeah. propaganda out and it's just well, taken I, off i think like as a rule everybody should learn about research and methods mm. methodology yeah. i mean like i have realized recently that i'm a stickler for methodology because yeah. you know unless you know 
uh, how a thing is done. And this yeah. goes for everything. Okay, this also goes for when I'm making food these days. Yeah. Like I'm, I love process only to know where I can cut things out. But you have yeah. to know. Uh, at the start but you know when we study like I, I know everybody hates it but in stats 101 the basic basic things the things you are always looking for is a researcher's validity and reliability yeah. Yeah. you know like those are the two things and one study with 20 people does not a, a generalization make no okay that is yeah. just that is just so wrong it's yeah. it's, it's it's so false yeah. Um, and, you know, it is allowed to change. And this is the other thing, you know, like people say, oh, you know, the the things about food we learn, oh, it comes and goes. One time this was good, next mm. time it's not good. I'm like, yeah, but that is the scientific process, mm. you know, that you discover that, oh, suddenly one thing is like now touted as being the be all and end all. Mm. Uh, and, and tomorrow it'll be discredited because something else will come up, yeah. etc. That is the scientific process. Okay. Yeah. You just have to be weary. Yeah. That, that is going to be discredited by somebody else yeah. for something else. But you have to really consider who's paying for it. Mm-hmm. And not in a tinfoil way, like, oh, big pharma is paying for all the vaccines. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Please go back mm. as far back as you want to when the first vaccine was discovered. Yeah. And look at trends and, and see how people have suffered when mm-hmm. those things were not there. You know? Seriously. Um so, like in India, we only mm-hmm. just got polio free, mm-hmm. and in the rest of the world, it's cropping up again. Yeah. So your opinion on WhatsApp University, I don't give a f- <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know. And like, I always have to. And this is yeah. These are just the weird things that you know we get the family WhatsApp forwards, mm-hmm. and I'm like, where did this come from? Who made it? Should I even yeah. click on it? Is it going to make me mad? <sighs> yeah. <sighs> And hey, yeah, yeah, no, finish, yes. finish what you were saying. No, I was just gonna say, like, propaganda as well. You know, like, you take something, um, you know, you take a lie and you sandwich it between two pieces of plausibly true statements, and off it goes, right? Like, you don't have to do much more than that. So, again, mm. consider your sources. Um, but yeah, so that was, I guess, another thing. <sighs> cathartic hey we 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 uh, we did have a couple of more things but i mean this could be all of i mean we say this about everything yeah all of these things could be the whole podcast series like if we were to make 100 episodes we could tell you about one thing we hate for each episode but we try not to do that um yeah we i think we'll stop there today yeah um because it, it has been cathartic. Thanks for talking <laughs> talking with me today, Purna. I wanted to say to people listening, like, um, uh, do do engage with us. Like, I know we sound like uh, very difficult people, but we're not. We will listen to your opinion. Yeah. And now we have put ourselves out there. And, and, you know, we are now available publicly on Instagram. And, yeah. and look us up. Mm. Um, tell, us, tell us if you... Uh, have any questions we'd love to take questions um also if there is anything in particular that you want us to speak about whether it is why sandy's accent drops off all the time (laughs) or is she faking it uh or (laughs) anything else anything else whether it's petty or childish or frivolous Mm. or serious because you know what we're not one thing Mm. Uh, we are made of many different, many different opinions, and we have opinions about 
all. And I hope we haven't lost the male 60 plus guys. <laughs> Stick with us. Stick with us. You'll unlearn some, some yeah. stuff, hopefully. Mm. Um, but on that note, I think, I think yeah. we'll, we'll uh, call it a night and yeah. um, we'll see you on the next episode. Purna, yeah. stay well. Yes. Um, and you. And, uh, yeah, I know this lockdown. Hopefully we are out of it and back into level two mm. from Monday. But, you know, it's, it's yeah. okay. We're busy. We're busy. Anyway. Good. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any last words, Purna, before we head off? Are we doing that thing where we, where we say <laughs> bye five times? Yeah, but, pretty uh, much. Do you have any last words? I don't know. Like, I think we, I think we covered, um, I think we touched on a lot of really important things. Um, and, you know, I make fun, you know, I always say, you know, hate, um, hate makes my world go around. Um, and it does. I, I hate everything. All things great and small. Yeah. There was that great meme where it's like, oh, uh, you know, if you don't hate the same things, are you even besties? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are besties. We mostly hate the same things. Same we thing. We also mostly love the same things. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. On that note, yeah. um, have, a, have a great whatever it is uh, you're having. And yeah. uh, we'll see you on the next episode. We've been female 30 to 55. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.